2: Hello everyone, welcome to the Bowhunter Planet podcast And today we have with us Dave Thomas from Bowhunter Planet Michael Van Team from the Bowhunter Planet Ambassadors And myself, James Noboom. And today we're going to talk a little bit about broadheads A little bit about what we've shot, what we like, what we've seen What we think works, things of that nature So I will go ahead and I'll start with Mike Tell us a little bit about your broadhead experiences
0: Oh, man. Well, I would say I'm probably a really big, uh, rage guy. Um, I've shot out of both of my crossbows and my compounds that I've shot. Um, just have had nothing but success with them. Um, no failure to deploy or anything like that. Um, I haven't really shot a whole lot of fixed broadheads, but when I have it's been the Ramcats, and those are excellent. I yeah. think those are two of my favorite broadheads out on the market now.
2: Yes, sir. that's what we shoot a lot of is the Ramcat. And I'd say
1: work. that the uh, I say that the rage
2: yeah see I like rage. I just one time I had a a rubber band. it was the older style and the rubber band broke. And I lost oh, a gear yeah. because of it, so <laughs> I, I threw a temper tantrum and vowed.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not surprised.
2: But, you know, I'd definitely try him again.
1: You seem it's to throw a lot of temper music. tantrums.
2: I don't throw many temper tantrums. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I think you got the wrong guy.
1: <laughs> I got a video to prove it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was oh, a pretty Mike. good video. Mike, did you see that video? Which one? The one when, it, when I didn't know Dave was taping me in the winter, and I shot that deer and all the arrows. Maverick, dark stuck Maverick. In, yeah. Oh, dirt I Maverick may have video. seen that one. Yeah, and I may have seen that one, actually. Stuck.
1: <laughs> see, those things locked up, man. i never seen <laughs> like that. Those arrows hit that thing, and they were not coming out. Oh,
2: <laughs> Okay, so I've thrown timber tantrums. Yeah, but check. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs>
1: To-do list.
2: So I'll tell so you. Broadheads.
1: Yeah, I'll go now. I'll go now. Oh, God, so here we go. Let's see here.
2: Uh, Your favorite I'm... was Raven.
1: No, <laughs> Raven, right. Uh, well, the whole Raven thing was all about, like, a broadhead that was close to Rage, that yeah. was kind of similar to it, and that's why that was mm-hmm. popular, and Ron Reslow is the blame on this one because he, I, I sent the Raven called us and they're like, we really want to get more exposure and we want you guys to use our head. So I said, well, we'll we'll consider it. Give me a couple test packs to give to Ron to, let, he'll let me know what he thinks. So he goes out, shoots forty yards, hitting dead center, and he calls me and says, it's a go. I'm, I like these. Let's get some to test. So the next thing you know, I got guys shooting deer and the, you know, broadheads hitting a rib and deflecting straight out the brisket. And <laughs> it's, oh. he's got deer, we got animals getting hit and it's just not impacting. Uh, it is just really bad. So we stopped using the Raven and, um, you know, hopefully other people have more luck with it. I mean, we didn't, yeah, it was I mean, about, we had it was about
2: 50, 50 for me, the, the guys you that know. I would let use it either loved it or that happened, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's it turned out to be bad. It was nothing like a rage. And, uh, uh, unfortunately, well, they're gone now. I don't even think they're around, but, uh, anyway, for me, I, I, I like the rage. I definitely shoot a rage. No problem. I kind of, I know a rage works. So for me, it's like, I don't need mm-hmm. to shoot more. I'm more of a testing kind of person. So once I know the rage is good to go. And uh, if I was out there just to hunt, I'd probably use a rage. Uh, but I try to learn a lot. So if I'm using, uh, in most cases I've used a Ramcat and it's definitely deep penetrating, no issues. If I'm going fixed blade, 90% of the time it's a Ramcat. But this year, Ramcat launched a Savage, which is a mechanical. So I'm actually kind of excited. It's an over the top style, um, but I am pumped to try to shoot a deer with that come uh, fall. I was thinking that'd be the one I go to. Nice. too And uh, that's the main one I've been looking at. Now, also, I will say the the. Um, the dead ringer. So we've been we've hooked up a dead ringer this year, and uh, I'm I'm really excited to play around with theirs too. And they got some massive broadheads, oh, yeah. and I don't want to drop names for them because uh, according to Chris in the, <laughs> in the podcast, up. <laughs> all the names have been switched. So I have no idea what's called what, but things like the trauma are what I was kind of hoping to start shooting. But uh, I, I I tend to try to like you know if I'm going out and I'm going to shoot a doe, or I'm going out to shoot the first deer I see for meat and stuff. I don't usually have an issue taking something new. Yeah. If I'm going out and I'm specifically mm-hmm. hunting a specific buck, the odds are I might take a Rage or a um, or a Ramcat specific because I know I, I'm not worried about using them, you know. Um, and the Rage just gives you that huge hit and it gives you a lot of body to shoot for, so.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same with me. I'll probably use the Ramcat or the whatever dead ringer's good for uh, smoking a deer. Obviously, we can't give you the name at this point. But uh, a lot yeah. of stuff I've used in the past. I what did I used to use? Obviously, the Muzzy was where I first started with when I had aluminum uh, arrows and all oh. that. I think a three or four blade. I can't remember. And then you know one I really liked was the Executioner. Those are. I've heard good monstrous. things about those. Yes, yeah. I've heard really good reviews about Shot those. Shot a turkey ones. with it, almost cut it in half.
1: <laughs> they're so sharp, that's the thing uh, yeah, they uh you know the executioner is a great head man I, I i wish they're a little bigger they're kind of a company that's small and, and they're and they 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 look big but they they are pretty small i mean they don't they're not huge, and uh that's mainly always the issue is trying to get away to um you know get big enough to where everybody recognizes you and as a company mm-hmm. um you know it's but it's definitely a good head. I actually kind of forgot about that one. <laughs> Has definitely a good head in there. Yeah. But you know, I'll tell you what I haven't shot in a while is like muzzies or naps. I haven't used any of those in a long time, man.
0: Yeah, I used naps not too long ago. How'd that go? I I liked them. I mean, I used the same. It was just like the rage, um, the nap kill zone. So it was yeah. just it was it worked pretty much just as well in my opinion. Um, yes. Big. Big wound channels, big blood loss, big blood trail. So I had no complaints on that one. But I'm excited. This year, I'm going to use the Grim Reaper hybrid broadhead. I was at the store, and uh, it's fixed and mechanical. So it's got two blades of each. So I thought that was kind of cool. So we'll see how that works out.
1: Grim. You know, Grim Reaper is a company that, uh, uh, you know, when they first were around, uh, they were having some massive blood trails with their hits. And uh, yeah. I think where they went wrong, to be honest, the Grim Reaper was a great company, but they always had the wrong marketing team in place. And it really messed mm-hmm. them up, in my opinion, over the years. Uh, they never did the right stuff. They always, in my opinion, did the wrong things. And even to, 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 even to today, you still don't hear about Grim Reaper. That's how bad their marketing is. You yeah, still you, don't hear, you no really don't. Talks about, they don't know what they're doing. I mean it's that plain no. simple. In fact, I need to give them a call. They they need help. <laughs> they need massive help. I I actually uh,
2: messaged them today, so
1: <laughs> Oh good. They, well, they probably won't get it. See, yeah. they're not in touch with internet. They're lost. They're lost, man. They they you know. And I used to know the guy, the one of the owners, and he the problem was they take they take their the well, part of the industry issues is that people are buddy buddy, and that's okay to mm-hmm. an extent. Okay, I don't want to say it's not okay; it is okay to an extent. But you got to put the business first. So if Absolutely. the business, if the business is faulting because you're taking, you're listening to this dude that only pitches TV and magazine. Well, obviously, if Sica and Matthews and Botec and all these brands are doing internet, there's something going on there, right? I mean, you got to be smart and cognitive what's going on. And Grim Reaper is one of those companies that is not, they are not, uh, in the right realm. And I know who used to do the marketing and the guy was horrible. He, all the brands he did are like never made anything because they, they just gave him all their money and he put in his yeah. buddies.
0: You know? I mean, what you do really you? don't see advertisements for him, Like now that you mention it, like I can't no. remember the last time I was even in a hunting magazine. Anything you really no. don't I, I
2: think I did see the old commercial recently on the, like the outdoor channel or something with the Grim Reaper guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's TV. It, no
1: yeah. one watches TV that much. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anybody. Uh, you're the only one I know. No, but I mean, yours is really just research. You're just going yeah. on to see what's going on or who's doing TV. No, there's, like a, there's, a few, the... there's a
2: few that I like relig- religiously will watch every once in a while, just to see what they're doing, like Heartland mm-hmm. Bull Hunter and all that. And I watch but Uncle that's... and I watch Uncle Ted just because he's Uncle Ted. Even...
0: Yeah, who doesn't?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fun to watch. His show's been the same fun. for like 30 years. He doesn't change it, and it's awesome.
1: He doesn't need to. I mean, he doesn't care. No. Right. no, that's that's the thing I love about him is that he's a rock star. So for him, this is just a side thing. Even though I'm sure it makes up a lot of his money today, but it's kind of a side thing now, right? It's to him, it's like you know what? Yep. I'm a rock star. I'm going to do a hunting show. If you want to pay me forty, fifty, a hundred grand to sponsor it, go ahead. And that's what it works. Yep. You well, know, he just. He does his show. He gets a, he doesn't do anything. He just hunts. And they yeah. they there's a production company that films him, mm-hmm. does all the stuff with him, does all the editing. He doesn't do any of that. You know, it's simple. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame him. It's a perfect scenario. Yeah. And uh, I, I would love to talk to him on the podcast, oh, to be yeah. honest. I'm curious. A lot of things I have questions. That would be the awesome. There's yeah. just <laughs> a lot of things in regard to the ranches. I mean, he owns two different ranches. And, I mean, the upkeep alone of those things is expensive. I mean, yeah. you go out oh, there and yeah. shoot what he shoots. Think about that and he shoots every day he shoots a deer every day yeah, so literally. I mean, at least one and sometimes he sits there and shoots two or three and so if you factor let's just say one 365 days a year that's 365 deer he's shooting on his internal ranch that's fenced so that means that 365 deer are dead each year to film that show right so i mean you gotta pay there's money it's, it's cost you know there's there is a cost to it yeah <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he, he's a uh, – and he was shooting uh, Magnus Broadheads for a long time. They were a big sponsor of his, um, and he loved that tips that you could resharpen. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, I think he's shooting Muzzy now, or I forgot what he's shooting now.
0: Uh, I think he is shooting that. Either that or G5 for some reason, I'm thinking. But oh, I think it's Muzzy. Right
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Spear of the Wild. Yeah, he has a lot of. Uh, I would say I would say Ted Nugent has a lot of power. Hello, Whoa. My name is Thomas Cornfield, and I'm a permanently 100% is that my mine? Yeah, not me. Oh, that was mine. Holy
2: cow, now I'm gonna have to edit this thing.
1: No, you don't. So. <laughs>
0: He what? uses Muzzy, you were right. I just looked it up. Is it? Oh, yep,
1: Muzzy. Get yep. Um so Muzzy, what else is he using there? Is he has other brands?
0: Um... Right now it's just showing Muzzy on what I got it results on. Let's see here. It's uh, Hunter
1: Shimaine. Alright, here we go. Sunrise Safari. So yeah. I would love to do this some sunf- Sunrise Safaris in Michigan. Yeah. Over in Jackson, you can, you can hunt with them though. It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's like fifty hundred bucks, but I mean that's like seriously. Think about that. That'd be that. pretty it's awesome. Once in a That'd lifetime, you be able to hunt with Ted Nugent. I mean, he's not gonna live forever. You know what I mean? No. Like And although it's expensive, it's I don't know. It just seems like it'd be sweet. Here's pork slam. Everyone's sold out except for one spot left, and they just added it. Seventeen fifty <sighs> per hunter.
2: Get on. Let her <sighs> do <of> it, <Better laughs> <too>. man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, film. he's yeah, coming yeah. to
1: Freedom Hill here in Michigan. Yeah. That's two miles from our, our studio. He's coming here. It's he's unbelievable. Nuts. I know. I tried to get him to come, but they said he can't. Uh, wow. It would have been so awesome, man, Have him come. That would have been really six. cool. Uh, but who knows? You never know in the future. Yeah. And he is from Michigan. He comes back here a lot, right? So it's not like uh couldn't do it during the season. But then again, for him, he's probably like, who cares? If I'm at the NRA, no point in uh, wasting his time with me.
0: Well, now that I'm thinking about it, wasn't he using Schwacker broadheads or whatever too? No,
1: I don't think a no, Schwacker. I, thought... I was thinking Bloods Blood. I was thinking Blood, uh, that one we were talking about earlier uh for Chris Cobbett. I was thinking that one. Hmm. What was that one called? Is it uh Dang. It. I don't think it was Schwacker cuz Schwacker's part of the uh, the Parker family stuff. Okay. Uh I don't I'm pretty sure How can I not find this? How can this not pop up? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. This has gotta pop up. Sunrise pops up. Oh, you know what? I know why. Tenujan high spirit of the wild show. That's the key of the word the key word. <laughs> outdoor channel. See outdoor channel doesn't show the uh what was that noise? Jay bumping in?
2: Hello? No, I didn't Hello? Hear Oh, he's got dead yeah. ringer on here. Dead, Dead Ringer, Ring, that's the one. Dead, that's Ringer, it, Dead Ringer, Ringer, okay. Deadringer, Gold thinking. Tip Matthews, Mossy. That's
1: the new one. See, I knew Dead Ringer came in. Somebody changed from Muzzy. That's why I said that. I knew someone came in recently.
2: Hey, did you guys know he uses Ted Nugent ammo?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did know.
2: Newsflash.
1: <laughs> Newsflash. Did you also know that Kid Rock has his own beer and his own uh grill? Bad blank grill.
0: <laughs> apparently he's running for senate in michigan yeah. too now i just read get out of the here beer is not swear yeah, i just though. saw it on facebook
1: what what the heck i just feel like you just get i don't know I just, politics ain't for me i don't see the point.
2: <laughs> now the. now they're, the they're trying to get the rock to run for president <laughs> yeah in 2020 <laughs> i saw that this is, anyway.
1: i mean this stuff dude i, I mean every day I mean, everybody's just so like angry with politics. It's so it's so funny to me. I'm like, dude, calm down. It's a political process. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. It Just that's the way it is. I understand. There's there's things to be mad about if you're mad about, but that's fine. Take it up in the system. Don't be. I don't know. I still. I just feel like it's like out of control. Like you go on CNN, it's unbelievable. Like I mean, yeah. it's just constantly bashing our president of the United
0: States of America. It's unreal to. Yeah. Me.
1: I and just I, stopped these,
0: I just stopped watching the news entirely like, I, for the most I, part I, because I've never
1: it. seen anything like it. I have to agree it's a witch hunt. I mean, how can yeah. how in the world are you going to report on all these things constantly? They're small I don't know. I just feel like we have a lot more important things to worry about yeah. than yeah. tree uh, they're calling it treason and stuff. I mean, come on. It's getting ridiculous. Like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm for or pro or anything like that. I'm just saying you know what? Like, we need to focus on problems instead of all this baloney. I don't know what they're trying to do here. Like, I don't know what you know. This doesn't look good. It looks pathetic and it looks really embarrassing, in my opinion. But I can't <laughs> so believe they're okay with posting stuff like that. It's just unreal. So it happens, uh, you know. It's terrible. Anyways, back to honey.
2: Yeah. Most yeah.
1: no stupid, boring politics. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, there was an article in the uh, Detroit News, I think, or USA Today. I think it was USA Today, but it was from Detroit News or Free Press. But the article um, had to do with the overpopulation of bears in Michigan right now. And that's causing an issue. Oh, wow. And they're trying to let people kill more bears next year. I guess all the honeybee farmers are losing tons of hives of bees to the uh, bears because of an overpopulation. So they're wiping out... um, the honey, uh, the people who make the honey, you know, make money making honey for a living. So they're messing yeah. up their uh, herds. Or I don't know what you call them, beehives, I guess. Um, yeah. So the issue is they come in, these bears, and you know how bears are. I mean, they, they tear mm-hmm. through everything. It's not like they oh, just yeah. go and lick it, you know. They, they break everything. <laughs> they break the boxes. They eat the bees and the honey, They you know. So, um, anyway, this, this big article is in there. I did actually email the uh, guy who wrote it to see if he join us on the podcast to discuss it, because I think it's a really good conversation. Mm -hmm. One of the things that was said though, inside this, um, one of the things that was said in the article that I kind of took offense to was, um, one of the beehive keepers was talking about, he has 150 beehives around the state, around the area. It's impossible to fence every single one. It's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of his responses, um, was that, you know, it, it, He he made the comment that, you know, it forces the average citizen to become a criminal. And what his words were in there was uh, shoot, shovel, whatever the word term is. Three
2: S's. Uh, oh yes, shoot, three
1: S's. shovel
0: and shut up.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. That one. And <laughs> I, I, I really I really did take offense to it because I felt like, you know what, man, you are a criminal if you do that. Okay. Yep. That's number one. So don't say it makes the average person become a criminal. That bear that bear was here before you. I'm sorry. You know, like people make it out like, oh, you know, we let these, we, we're just letting these bears come and do all this and not kill them and da da da. It's like, wait a minute, you know, same with coyotes. They're, na- they're uh-huh. natural. They're supposed to be here. Like, and yes, I understand you have an issue. And with this honey thing, you need to take it up with your, your congressmen, your senators or whatever. Like, that's how it works. It's a political capitalist process. So if you need to fence in and it's expensive and this is causing an issue, then you need to go to the state and ask for funding you know, to fence these things in, or you need to fix it yourself. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? You you shoot a bear because it's eating your honey when it's just trying to get food. It doesn't, it just doesn't, it's it's
0: natural food. (laughs) It loves honey. So,
1: and you're going to tell me that you're going to in the paper, you're going to quote that you're going to do that, the three S's. And I am just like, what the heck, man? Like these people, like i get it don't get me wrong it's a you gotta make a living i get it but like you got to have some respect for yourself and for animals i mean come on like you got to come up another way you know there's gotta be another way fence them or whatever electric fences i don't that's know
2: a, you have people, to that's what people work were doing with up to the wolves too
1: that's what i'm saying so and the wolves yes so so the wolves is an interesting topic right the wolves is a little bit different here the wolves were extinct in the area, okay. So everybody became used to not worrying about having mm-hmm. wolves to kill everything. So this is a different scenario. Bears have been there; they just the DNR has limited the amount of kill tags. So now they're increasing it because everybody's yelling think, that yeah, they need you to need kill
2: need up the bears and up the elks.
1: Well, it's well, it's the bears has already happened, so they're doing <laughs> that. This year coming up, and the the wolves though, I I, I don't know. I don't agree with doing that, number one. I'm not going to say I do. I'm just saying I understand how people feel because now all of a sudden you have children in the backyard in the in the Upper Peninsula yep. that have to worry about a wolf coming by and snagging your little one. They never mm-hmm. had to worry about it because you, as a state, decided to manually put these animals back in the habitat that weren't there. Absolutely. Uh, so I don't know about that one. That one is a little bit trickier. Yeah, the...
0: Yeah, the wolves is definitely tricky, because I hunted up in the UP last year, and I got a six-pointer up there. But, I mean, everyone that I talked to up there, like, they were just complaining about the wolves. And I hunted on a farm, and the year before that I hunted on there, he had six confirmed kills, wolf kills, in the winter. Wow. Like, just in the winter alone, and then probably he saw, like, probably six or seven fawns get taken out by coyotes and wolves that following spring so they're 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 definitely out of control up there,
1: yeah, Sweet. and I think uh, go ahead uh, I was just gonna say, I know Kevin was hunting in the u p about uh five years ago, and he was there were gun hunting it was wintertime, and uh he was sitting there, and uh this um pack of wolves walked right through his set, and he he didn't know oh. us at first, he didn't even notice them at first, he just mm-hmm. he just happened he looked up, didn't see anything, looked down for about. You know, I don't know. It was like 10, 15 seconds. He's looking down. He looked back up, and there was like six of them walking through his set. Like they didn't see him, but they're they're walking right through it. And ended up going to his other guy that was hunting with him, and passed him and gone. Uh, but basically, in his area, they pushed all the deer out. The the wolf packs have pushed all the deer. Mm-hmm. So when you go hunting with him in the UP. It's really pretty much pointless to go there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and you just don't see. The only thing that's there is the bears, but that's yep. about it. And the deer are in the southern and. Probably more in the western southern area, I think, than the central.
2: Yeah, well, I just read a story today some jackass shot a bald eagle and then ran it over with his four wheeler.
0: <laughs> Are you
2: serious? Yeah, I guess it kept, it kept taking fish out of his pond. Where was this at?
1: Ah, uh, good. Remember. I Have said, fun in
2: prison. Uh, yeah.
1: Have fun in prison with the soap. Dude,
2: it's a year up to a year in prison. Oh, and Hundred thousand. You done, oh my son?
0: Gosh.
1: You done? You can. Your pond's gone, or you're not gonna be enjoying Stupid. it no more.
2: Stupid.
0: So did you guys? People uh, just aren't logical. Uh, did you hear about the? Uh, did you see the article the other day of uh, the whole uh, like mountain lion thing?
1: Yeah, Coopers, yeah, I did.
0: Like in the lower. Yep. I saw that. Uh, I saw that the other day. I thought it was pretty it's interesting.
1: Crazy. Yeah yeah that's a little creepy you know i mean yeah. something like that where it can actually take you out you don't think of it that way you know but you know i know a lot yeah. of our western hunter brothers here and there and women uh they're used to that kind of stuff they're used to hunting where there's mountain lions so they kind of have a feel or you know of what to do or you know how they put their packs on around their neck and just different things they do that we don't do in michigan and, and yeah Northwest. but now knowing that's kind of creepy how do you guys think it got there you guys think it crawled from like what like i know they go big distances yeah, you think it's through the UP?
0: I'm thinking the UP because I remember reading an article, I don't know how long ago it was now, but, like, the DNR, you know, said, oh, they're pretty much extinct. There's probably just, like, a handful of them. Like, we don't think that they're, there's enough population to reproduce. And then a hunter up in the UP was, like, submitted his trail cam photo to uh, the DNR, and it showed, you know, a mama and three little cubs behind her. So, I mean... I think that they've been around. I just don't think that I think they're just so good at hiding a lot of the times. And it's so dense up there, especially in the UP. You just don't have the foot traffic. So it's, I think they're up there, but in the lower, I don't know. I don't know how he would have gotten down there.
1: I think, uh, you know, me and Jamie were up at the in the UP a few. I don't know, it's like two years ago now or three years now. But we were riding on my machine, we were or my UTV. We were going from his lake house, little lake house they got to a cabin, mm-hmm. and his cabin. And we're riding, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this wolf runs across the road, huge wolf. And uh, <sighs> but I remember thinking when it ran across, I barely saw it. Cause it happened real fast, you know. But then when it ran in the woods, we stopped where it ran in, and it was so dense that you couldn't even see past one foot into it, into that jungle. And oh. I thought my, my thought to myself, like, anything could live in here. How would yeah. the DNR ever know a yeah. real number? There's no way. This yeah, is yeah, there's no way. There's, there's land no way. No. No. You, you can't even see in there. No. You can't see through those canopies with drones or planes or helicopters. You can't see nothing. There's and no like way. you said, they hide so well. There's no way. There could be hundreds of cougars up in there. They could just be coming at night and moving at night, you know. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. And, you know, those wolves, though, you, you're not going to see them. I mean, especially if they're scared of humans, you're not going to. Even
2: yeah, we didn't get into stayed. Bigfoot yet. That's up there. Those dogmen—that's <laughs> a big deal up there. Those guys even came up to search for him. Really? Yeah. And everybody in town is <laughs> making a big joke joke of them because they flew into the little airport. I guess up there. <laughs> you're actually being serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. That oh, I thought you uh, uh, Yeah, I what thought was that? I thought I Bigfoot thought you were hunters joking. came up there. What? That, from the show? Going- I'm just- <laughs> no, that guy always calls him Squatch a big goofy guy. oh nice
1: sounds like I bet they found crazy.
2: one yeah right
1: yeah I'm sure they found one their TV found one for sure for their ratings
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was just me drunk punching on a tree with a stick <laughs> <laughs> but the, that's what they do. They take
1: them. But I remember that I was younger. I watched this. I was watching. I used to always watch shows like, you know, finding Bigfoot or whatever. And, and they yeah. tell stories of people's stories that were like, well, yeah. this guy was walking in Colorado. And I remember it, cause it was so weird. I just remember they used to walk in a ridge and he heard a, this way. He says, right. He heard a thump on a tree, like a rock hitting a tree. And he, he looked around. He heard it again. And then it and then it got louder. And it was something started yelling, screaming. And then you ran away scared. But I just remember thinking, like, what the heck? Are you kidding me right now, dude? It's probably some, like, kids. And, in fact, I'm the opposite. Like, see, that's the thing. It's funny. Like, I don't get scared from things like that. I'd go investigate it. Like, I'd be like, what is that? I'm going to go check it out. You know, like, that's yeah. the difference, I think. In the woods, I'm not scared in the woods. Like, people are weird about that to me. Like, I'm only scared of people. I'm not scared of animals. Like, people creep me out. Like, you just don't know. Some dude staring at you in the woods or something, right? <laughs> that's kind of yeah, creepy. Yeah, it's like, creepy. yeah well one time yeah speaking of that like one time we were um we were hunting this land on state land in the thumb and uh and and uh brian and i we drove there and there's no cars there there's nobody there you know we we hunted no one's there we left Mm -hmm. we came back we did you know and all of a sudden this one time this one night we get there it's a night hunt we get there early though earlier than normal and this guy, this car pulls up and this guy gets out all fully camel. Doesn't say anything. And the, somebody drops him off. Is my point. And he walks into the same area we're going. And I'm like, okay, that's a little creepy though. Cause I wasn't expecting that. Right. I didn't see a car. Yeah. I just assumed nobody's in there with us. Now all of a sudden I'm like, That's kind of weird. There's somebody in here with us. You know what I mean? There's somebody in here, like in the same area. He walked on the same trail and he disappeared around the same area we go. I'm like, where's this dude hunting? You know? Now I want to talk to him. Like, where are you hunting? Where are you sitting? Where? You know, like how far are you? Yeah, just to know
0: where he is. Yeah. Yeah,
1: just for safety purposes too, right? And I'm like, but we couldn't catch him. Uh, He like purposely avoided us, which kind of creeped me out even more. (laughs) Like, I'm like, like you keep your keep your walkie-talkie on, man. You know, like I don't know. So I don't know. I state land creeps me out because of stuff like that. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Well, Good I old state I, land. I can't. I don't think I could ever uh, gun hunt on state land,
1: man. I did when I was a kid. Man, oh. it was scary. I was no, shot, yeah. shot a dude, man. I was like 14. Yeah. <laughs> he came through the bush, dude. I was by myself with a shotgun and sitting by a tree, and I was like, psh, 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 you know, I don't see anything. I'm getting ready. Got my beat up and everything. And this dude pops out. I'm like, oh, my God.
2: Uh, I mean, it, I mean it, you know, it doesn't even really even matter if it's state land or not. I mean, my dad's got 180 acres or whatever. It's still... This dude, like, oh, rolls in true. at 7 o'clock in the morning when it's light on light on an opening day with a flashlight. I'm like, what, what are you doing? Yeah.
1: That's why... But that's my point, right? Because I, I, that's me. There was me at 13 or 14 years old, right? And... How do I know there's not a 14-year-old out there with a gun like that right now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that guy get gets shot by the 14-year-old who makes a mistake, right? Um, it's just crazy. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I've had people with dogs. I don't know if you guys have ever had dogs during hunting season, but I've just had someone to walk. Oh, just bear like, hunting. The owner, not, not on a leash. Like, I had a golden retriever, like, run right in front of oh, my yeah. blind.
2: i got dogs. I've like, had dogs be kidding and cats me. and
1: yeah, that's the worst. I saw a pit bull one time. I was so happy I was in my stand. I was like, "Oh my god, look at that thing! It's so scary <laughs> It's so fast too. It's just running. No one's around. I didn't even see a person. It just ran through the middle of the state land like it was crazy. I don't even know where it went. It just ran right by me. I'm in the middle of nowhere, dude. When I'm hunting state land, I'm hunting like literally 1.5 miles in the state land, like in thick wood. There's no like houses. So I'm like, what? Yeah. the? I mean, I would have been so scared if I was on the ground and came up to a pit bull. <laughs> this is a good story so one time brian and i were uh, in the same area of the state land and uh, we were trying to find new areas to hunt so we started searching the state land this is before gps satellites before google maps this is before you know the, the GPSs and stuff this is like basically 96 97 somewhere in there but anyway so we're walking right and uh we're walking for a while we find these runs and these little trails these offshoots and we're lost now at this point. We're like, okay, um, don't know how to get back. Don't know where we're at. So we're walking. We come up to this edge of this field, and we and, the, and there's a house. And we're like, oh, thank you, God, you know. There's this house, and we come up to the backyard, right? And this is like, in, you're talking in the middle of nowhere here. Plus, we're like in this, like, Hickville kind of place. You know what I mean? Oh, like, boy. So we come up to the edge of this woods, and there's a kid. There's these kids on a trampoline, and they run, like, They see us. They run into the house and tell their parents. Well, the the parents open the door, and they let out this pit bull. Oh, God. this thing comes all the way up to us from, like, 70 yards out. Like, I mean, their house is far up at the front of the property. So he comes all the way up. It comes up and stops 10 yards in front of me, and it's growling. It's just staring at me. And I'm trying to wave to the people, like, you know, we're not, like, you know, trying to – we're just trying to get out of here, you know. And uh, so, anyway, <laughs> this is so funny. So, I st- I, I'm i like, all right. I'm like, Brian. And Brian was behind me. He was like 10 yards behind me standing. He's like, dude, don't move, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's locked on me, right? So, I, here's what I do. <laughs> this is so funny. I start backing up real slow, just real slow, like very nonchalant. I'm like, Brian, I'm like, this thing's on me, dude. It's on me. <laughs> I get to him. I get to him and I tap him. I go, I'm going to make a run for it. He goes, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And I run and he's stuck now and it's on him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gone, dude. I was like, that's he's not so a good. That's not
2: a good. He's still, mad at me. He's still
1: mad at me. He still mad me today for that situation. And then he backed out and got out. And on the way out, man, he was so mad. And we had to go back to the woods and find another way out because we were like didn't know what to do. We couldn't go past the dog to get out. And uh, we had to find another way. We had. To, it was horrible. Hours out there, man.
2: Well, you did that to oh. me with a skunk too. Now that I remember correctly. Skunk. <laughs> oh. You almost got. At Kevin's. You almost got me sprayed. No, I saw I those skunks. You, and you just ran. And they all whipped with their tail.
1: Oh yeah, I don't mess around, man. I I'm I'm you know they do that? Is it fight or flight? I flight all the time. I'm out. <laughs> Clean run. Just go for <laughs> it. I'm not I'm not messing around. I'm not gonna hurt this pretty face. I'm just out of there. <laughs> Skunk spraying me in the ass in my face. I'm not manly enough for that. <sighs> don't need that. Yeah, Nothing no, like a dog in the woods, man. It's scary. Mm-hmm. especially when you don't know it's not a little beagle
0: yeah it's not a little basset hound running around You're like, oh
1: man it's going to be bad <laughs> but uh, yeah me and no boom so last year we were um, out spot, we were scouting our area with this land we got and uh, I look over I oh, no 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 we were turkey hunting and I, we were getting ready or something was happening we are going out and I look over and there's this guy and this girl walking through no Boom's set <laughs> 300 <laughs> acres of private land yeah. Walking right through our set. I'm like, are you kidding me? He runs over, he yells at this dude. Oh my god. It was so funny.
2: Like, How because that I happen? shot that turkey later about two hours later. What?
1: Wait. I forgot it was the same day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I almost went in. I'm like, oh I'm not see nothing now. But
1: that's so funny. Yeah. I would say honestly though, I mean, I I guess, hey Mike, what's your hunting ethic when you hunt? Are you do you get discouraged quickly? Do you go in early? Do you, I mean, oh, how do you... man,
0: it, I guess it all depends on like how, how it's been going. I mean, there's, there's been times to where like, I'll sit there like all day, like all day, like just take a little snack with me and I'll be out there all day long trying to fill my tag. There's, you know, times to where I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'll go in for a couple hours and come out, you know, morning and night. But, for the most part, I don't really get discouraged. I do have one friend, and I will not name him, but he'll know who he is. Who, if he doesn't see a deer within like the first thirty minutes or like the first day that we're hunting, he's like, "Oh, there's no deer up here. There's no deer. <laughs> um, I haven't seen anything. There's no deer up here. I should just go home." I'm like, yeah. "Man, like you need to just <laughs> calm down and be patient." <laughs> so... That's funny. That's hilarious
1: because there's somebody on this podcast right now who's just like that.
0: Yeah. Really, that's not me. No. it's not me. For... <laughs> it's
1: Ron. You're, really? Dude, you and Ron are the worst two I ever seen in my life. He didn't see, see you you didn't see messages. a deer that old. Whining, whining. Oh, this is stupid. I'm cold. I'm going in. I'm getting coffee. Uh, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Just shut up and hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just no, shut your mouth. No, now, listen, Mike.
2: This comes from the guy that's watching <laughs> Netflix in the tree stand. True. That's true. <laughs> what? I, have, yeah. I have watched the Netflix. You had in a 140 walk oh, by on, him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I did. That happened to <laughs> me. I, I admit Would it. You... <laughs> I admit it. Oh
0: my god!
1: It, it was bad. I so was I very, get, very. I get bored. The
0: 140 in Michigan, too, man. Yes, oh. I know. Oh,
1: I was standing too. To make it even worse, I was standing. Like I, all I had to do was turn to shoot, and I was standing there, look at watching how you know what I was watching it was some stupid show on Netflix. Standing there, it's like four o'clock. And I wasn't thinking much of, like, hunting because I was like, we just got out there like, 3.30. And I didn't think of anything. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to burn a little bit of time here. And the next thing you know, I hear this noise. And I look over, and there's a, uh, a four-point and, like, a 140-class buck running past me to my right. <laughs> right behind me, like, 20-yard shot. They ran right by me. and But they didn't stop uh, right already. And, and then I looked yeah. behind me after that, and I saw a coyote cross the field, a huge coyote. So he bumped him. From across the field, they must have ran all the way across the field because I wasn't paying attention. I, if I would have seen them running, I would have been ready. Think about that, right? If, I, was, if yeah. I just happened to look out in that field, see them running across to my end, I could have turned around, got ready, then they would have ran right in front of me. Ah. <laughs> oh. I'm like, what do you, so then after that I was really, and then I was like, yeah, I got excited though, so it actually helped me, because I was all pumped, so I'm like, dude, there's a big buck running around out here, and then Bauer saw a bigger one, like, a big one too, like, the next day or something, so we were really excited, and then we didn't get nothing but, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but anyway, that's about it.
2: Alright, well, we've uh, we've probably taken this topic to task, I think we've run out about 17 topics. I think we lost broadheads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah We got we got off
0: broadheads right? real quick.
2: It was a pretty good discussion, I think. To the next time. Yep. (laughs) So we'll uh, see you guys. (laughs) Yeah, thanks everyone for joining us, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.